You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 49ers Super Bowl Preview Edition. And no, you're not listening in the wrong. You didn't click on last year's podcast. We're going to talk a little bit about the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Some of the betting props today. My guest Dave Mason of Bet Online to go through some things that you could have some fun with since you don't get to watch your San Francisco 49ers this Sunday in Super Bowl 55. We'll hear from some current 49ers, George Kittle and Raheem Mostert, who were on Radio Row talking about this game and some other 49ery subjects. And we might even ask Dave Mason about what future bets look like for the 49ers because they have the odds up for Super Bowl 2022 already at Bet Online and maybe some fun NFL futures when it comes to who the next quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers will be and how that factors into those. 2022 Super Bowl odds at BD Peacock on Twitter is where you can find me. Find this podcast everywhere that you find podcasts. You know how to find podcasts, right? Subscribing is the key on your preferred platform. You can also find the Peacock and Williamson show, which covers the entire NFL. Myself and co-host Matt Williamson, former ESPN guy, former college and NFL scout, currently writes for Pro Football Network. We cover the league daily right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Joining me now is Dave Mason of Bet Online. We're going to talk about Super Bowl 55. We're going to talk about the Bucks and the Chiefs. I know they're playing the Super Bowl and the 49ers are not, but we're going to take a minute to, to not talk 49ers, talk about the Super Bowl. I haven't talked about it a lot on this show. We've been so focused on rumors and all kinds of craziness going on. And I want to talk props, talk bets, talk about some of the fun things that fans of any team can be looking at and betting on this Sunday Super Bowl 55, Dave Mason of Bet Online, my guest today. Dave, how are you, man? I assume you are extremely busy leading up to the Super Bowl with uh, how many props we see here on Bet Online. Yeah, man, it's been a crazy week. Um, you know, it always is. Fun week, though. You know, it, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. We have all that, all the uh, unique content. We have the standard stuff, of course, the spread total, money line, and all the standard props, and then all the unique stuff. And, and it's a lot of fun. I, I, lo- I love. I love hype, man. You know, I love big fights and big, <laughs> yeah. big events. And even that 2020 election, <laughs> there, was, there was just so much hype around it from a betting standpoint. I, I love these big events that people are talking about, and, and I love it. Yeah, there's so much going on here, and it's pretty cool. We were talking a little bit off the air, and you were mentioning how it, it got you out of maybe some other things that, that you do every week. It's, it's a different week, so it's new for you, and you get to talk about some of this fun stuff. And there's so much to talk about, too, right? Like, how many, way, how many different ways can someone bet on a single game when it's the Super Bowl? Like how many ways can someone bet on that on bet online? It's, I mean, when you add parlays and teasers and we have something called our props, uh, prop prop, player props software that has a props builder in it where you can kind of combination different players and stuff and build your own prop. It's, it's infinitesimal. I mean, you can just with the parlays teasers and I mean, props alone, I guess there's probably 1500 different props. I think, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I, I remember, Back days when I first started in this industry, you know, almost two decades ago, yeah, we we used to brag and boast that we had 300 Super Bowl props. I mean, if you only have 300 Super Bowl props now, that you need to go out of business because I mean, the it's it's just crazy. Probably 1,500, 2,000. You know, 
add up all the combinations. So, I mean, it's big money. I mean, you know, the props usually during a regular season do about uh, five to ten percent of the action on an NFL game. Super Bowl, you're talking about thirty-three to forty percent of the action. So, you know, it's big business. It's and and it's you know, it's good for getting our name out there too with all some of this unique stuff. Absolutely, you can find it all at BetOnline.ag. And I want to talk about just you know. Overall, Tampa Bay versus Kansas City Chiefs, that's the big score that counts and and looking at what the line is there and and how you see the game going at the end. But I want to get into some of my favorite props I've seen here so far. And I was just looking at your Twitter account, actually, and and I hadn't seen this. And is this even real? Because if it is, it has to be the best prop I've ever seen. And it was Jason Pierre-Paul tackles plus assists or Jason Pierre-Paul fingers on his right hand. And what's the number? Is that three and a half? Is that what the number is? Yeah, he's, he has two fingers. So, oh, two? It's um, only two? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought there was a half know, in there. Yeah, uh, he, he, he was involved in a July 4th accident right. with playing around with fireworks a few years ago and uh, unfortunately lost a few few digits on his right hand. So, uh, what? yeah, what my, my co-worker thought about the other night, you know, we just think of all these ideas, and, and that was a good one, man. I, I gave him a major league cap tip. You know, both of us, we were, we were always coming up with some original crazy stuff, and uh that was a good one, man. So yeah, yeah, we have uh, the, what, what's more, uh, the Jason Pierre Paul's combined tackles and assists, or his fingers on his right hand. So it's a good one, and people are betting it. <laughs> I thought there was a half a finger on there too, which would have made the the yeah, bet there, there, yeah, there's like a half there. Okay, a, some, <laughs> and I think it's like a third, maybe. I don't know. Oh uh, man, and yeah, and and so hopefully Jason Pierre-Paul doesn't lose more fingers too, and it's a situation where we're looking at the tackles and assists, and we're not counting any more fingers when the game's over with that <laughs> one. Um, but but to be honest though, Jason Pierre-Paul like could be a huge factor in this game because the Kansas City Chiefs are out to offensive tackles. It could be a huge factor. It could be maybe the biggest factor in the entire game. So Jason Pierre-Paul is probably one of the players I'll be watching the most on Super Bowl Sunday because he could potentially have the biggest impact. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. You know, and and uh, it, we we like surrounding props on those featured guys. I mean, he's what is he now? The odds to win Super Bowl MVP is sixty six to one, I believe, which is the second lowest for defensive players. So he could be a player in this game. Absolutely. What is he? One of your favorites for a long shot to win Super Bowl MVP? Um. Not really. <laughs> I mean, sixty-six to one. Why not? You know, yeah. we, we people love betting those long shots. I mean, shoot, he gets a few sacks, and and it's a low-scoring game, and 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 why not? Um, you know, but history really does, says otherwise. But you know, if you, you bet too many of those long shots, all of a sudden you're investing a lot of money on their long shots yeah. for a reason. Absolutely, absolutely, and a very good chance it's either Tom Brady, the goat, the greatest of all time. I think there's no doubt about that statement. These days, and probably hasn't been for a while, but 49ers fans, Joe Montana, their guy who they've always thought always thought of as the greatest was was the dude. But, you know, it's it's Tom Brady and potentially maybe Patrick Mahomes is that guy that that overtakes it. So this is I mean, historically, this could be such a, a, a monumental matchup that that maybe we don't even realize right now is so impactful and so important when it comes to NFL history. Right. This could be. Potentially like, oh man, I can't believe that we saw Super Bowl. Super Bowl 55 had the two greatest yep. ever. You know, if if Patrick Mahomes' trajectory continues in the in the direction it's going right now, Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady, I can't believe we got to see that. No, I agree. You know, it, it's it's 
it's quite a treat. You said it the best, the goat versus, I guess, the baby goat, they're calling it. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's the truth, you know, barring any kind of wacky injury to Mahomes. I mean, he's he's, he's just he's on his way to goat status. And, you know, his sport has never seen anything like him. So, yeah, and, and that, that helps us, you know, with quarterbacks help sell this sell this game which makes us makes more people interested watching it betting it etc and and that's what we're seeing here we're, we're about last year was the top super bowl we ever booked uh most action on any super bowl we ever booked and this one we're about 15 percent ahead of that rate so so without a doubt uh the two big quarterbacks are a big big part of that how much does COVID play into this? So many bets, and then all of a sudden something come crashing down if a player tests positive the day before, and there was the scare with the, the Kansas City Chiefs barber that tested positive for COVID, and right. one player halfway through his haircut got yanked out of the out of the chair. Uh, it's amazing. The odds haven't changed, which is interesting. The Chiefs still favored by three in this one, but, I mean, have we seen Patrick Mahomes yet since then if he got his haircut by somebody else? I mean, he's got some pretty <laughs> famous lettuce. If I get a visual on Patrick Mahomes and his hair isn't strong if he's not looking on point, I mean, put it all in the bucks, right? Look good, play good? Yeah, man. I mean, it boggles my mind that these guys are I, – I, I think they – why can't you just get your hair cut after the game? <laughs> I mean, I, I'd be – you know what I mean? It's like – it's football, too. It's not like basketball where we're going to be seeing their hair. They're going to have the helmet on and – they take the helmet on. They're gonna be. It's gonna be messy and sweaty. So I, I don't. I don't understand why they all needed to line up and get a fresh new haircut and uh, you know risk it, even if it's a minute risk. But whatever. Yeah, I mean, COVID's been part of the game this year. You know, we we just have to go with the flow every every week. Something came up with the uh, with the Australian Open tennis. They're they're changing their format because of some positive tests. So. Just go with the flow, you know. If news comes out, one of these players, God forbid, for forbid, one of these star players uh, test positive, then then you know the odds are moving. We're ready for it. We've been doing this all year. Of course, you know it's amplified since it's the biggest game of the year. Of course, and there's so much darn money on it. But you know that that's the game we've been involved in all year since sports came back, and even before that. More with Dave Mason coming up. We'll hear from George Kittle and Raheem Mostert from Radio Row at the Super Bowl, and try to fit in some of your questions coming up. The calendar has hit February, which means, for me, annually, some people start January 1, I start Feb 1, trying to get fit. And after the last year, not great for me as far as fitness goes, and as far as taking care of myself and being at home and uh, wandering into the kitchen too often to grab different food or beverage. So February is a big month for me. I'm trying to get fit. I'm trying to get in better shape. I'm trying to watch what I eat more. And Echelon is something that can help me achieve that. It can help you achieve your fitness goals. Having a fitness bike in your home is one of the best ways that you can easily get in some cardio and get in a workout and keep yourself in shape. It's one of the things that saved me from getting out of control health-wise during the pandemic. Echelon offers the next generation of connected fitness bikes, fitness mirrors, rowing machines, Echelon Stride Smart Treadmill. No matter what your favorite fitness activity, Echelon gives you a fun and challenging workout from the comfort of home. And right now you can try Echelon Fitness Equipment for 30 days. Go to echelonfit.com slash locked on echelon, E-C-H-E-L-O-N, fit.com slash locked on. 
Now is the perfect time to make sure your vehicle is up to the task with inclement weather, whether it be snow or rain, wherever you are, make sure you got the right wiper blades in there, your tires are on point, safety for you and your family, keep your car running smooth and get everything you need at rockauto.com. An amazing selection, easy to navigate website, reliably low prices, you don't need to look any further than rockauto.com. Classic cars, your daily driver, everything you need for your car or truck. They're a family-owned business, been around for 20 years, helping you find parts online at rockauto.com. No different price structures for mechanics or do-it-yourselfers. Reliably low prices, right locked on in the box so they know we sent you. Go fix up that old car, keep your new car running. Go to rockauto.com, all the parts your car or truck could ever need. All right, looking at this game, is there one side that money seems to be on more than the other? Are people liking the Bucks? Are they liking the the home dogs there at plus three? Or yeah. is everyone just like, look, the Chiefs are too darn good? Chiefs minus the points is the uh, public side. About 68% of the cash is on the Chiefs minus the points. We moved it to three and a half early on, and we did take some sharp action on the Buccaneers at plus plus three and a half so then we moved it back to three which is kind of known as a reverse line movement also on the total we got some lopsided action as well 68 percent of the cash is on the over currently 56 we did see some sharp action at under 57 and under 56 and a half not surprising i want to look ahead a little bit here uh to the 2022 super bowl not surprising their odds are already up for uh who's going to be in that game uh and the kansas city chiefs are the favorite there once again, and who knows? Tom Brady says he's gonna play until he's forty-five, so we might not. This might not be the last of this one. But um, the San Francisco 49ers, they were a six-win team this year, and and they're up at I, I think the fifth strongest odds to win the Super Bowl next year. I think the number was sixteen to one, and I lost it now. It's not in front of me now. But uh, what is the thinking about the 49ers? This is a 49ers podcast, so I want to get the thought behind uh, the the 49ers going into next year. And obviously the books think that there's a strong bounce back coming for San Francisco and and maybe potentially uh, that could even jump a little higher if they were to swing a huge move for someone like Deshaun Watson. Yeah, well, the odds are partially based on that, that that they're going to have a much improved uh, quarterback going in the next year. Who knows what it'll be, but the odds are kind of based on that. If we knew Garoppolo is definitely going to be under center. The odds would be, you know, back in the twenties or something. But you know, I mean, the I mean, just a year ago, the Forty Niners are the second best team in mm-hmm. football, and darn close to being the best team in football. You can't throw away that. You know, you can't really. They had a lot of injuries this year, a lot of issues. So it, the core is there. That you know, it's just they gotta. The odds are based on that that they're gonna improve the quarterback. You know, these the, these Super Bowl odds we're more challenging than ever. We always put them up this week, um, Super Bowl week for the following year. And usually it's not that hard, but this year it's a little harder just because there's going to be so many quarterbacks on the move. I mean, wherever that Deshaun Watson ends up that those odds are going to change drastically. You know, if they if he ended up the 49ers, they're going from 14 to one to to, to 10 to one or whatever the number is. So these, these odds will be on the move big time, depending on, what quarterbacks end up where. I find those futures interesting when it comes to quarterback movement and some things like that. And and the 49ers were uh, the favorite to land Matthew Stafford. And then when that didn't happen, does that change their odds with Deshaun Watson and make that go up? And what do the odds look like for Deshaun Watson? Where where do you think his future home will be? 
Well, we, we don't have them up right now. We we took them down a few days ago. Um, but but I, I believe the Jets were the favorites. Um, and 49ers were up there top five, I believe. Um, I can't remember exactly what the odds were, but Jets were definitely a favorite. So, I mean, I, I think, shoot, 49ers would be the best, such an ideal spot for him. But, again, you're going to have to give up a major haul, and, and Jets have a ton to give up. I'm looking at Tyreek Hill, and I'm looking at some of the props there. And in Super Bowl 55, Tyreek uh, had a had a day against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Is that something that you think can be repeated? Is there a favorite prop that you see for this game for a player prop? Um, yeah, I mean, why not? The guy's such a such a talent, right? I mean, he's getting bet over. I know that on on just about every every <laughs> one of his props. You know, over over yards. Let me see what his receiving yards are currently. Um, Tyree Kill, where is he here? Uh, is it eighty seven? Yeah, I think so. Yep, no, ninety six and a half. Ninety six okay. and a half with over minus one thirty. So a little juice on the over there. So yeah, that's getting bet over. Everything with him is getting bet over. I mean, most of the player props are usually getting bet over, but especially the stars like him, especially since he did what he did early in the season. So he's getting bet for MVP as well. So uh, Tyreek Hill is definitely a popular bet. I mean, the quarterbacks always get the most action for these player props, but then you got guys like Tyreek Hill definitely getting the getting right behind there for the skill positions. You think there's going to be a feeling out period in this game, a little bit of a slow start to Super Bowl 55 or, or some early fireworks? I hope it's a slow start. We're going to, we need the under. So any, and it, you know, <laughs> keeps the game closer. Hopefully yeah. a little under it. I wouldn't be surprised, you know, and then, then fireworks happen and I've been there, done that before where, oh, this under's looking great. Then all of a sudden all hell breaks loose in the second and third quarter. <laughs> there goes that over. But, um, yeah, I think so. I mean, it, you know, you got Brady playing, um, uh, you know, it, it's hard to say. It's, it's really hard to say. I bet the under, I, I, I took it under, so I'll be rooting for a slow start myself. I think I think KC might start a little slow. I think Tom Brady's going to come out hot first, but then it's going to get close to his bedtime. Patrick Mahomes comes <laughs> back in the end. We've seen it before. Uh, They're just too good. He can make too many plays, and Kansas City's going to take this one. So that's what I'm betting on. Uh, the fantastic stuff, Dave. Thank you so much for joining the show. There's so many fun things to find at betonline.ag, and you can find Dave Mason at Dave Mason, B-O-L, on Twitter. Dave, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. Man, that half point. I wish the line was still three and a half. I feel a lot better about going with the home dog to lose by a field goal in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think this could be a tight win. I think this could be a historic matchup, talking about those quarterbacks and a couple of all-timers. And there's some all-time tight ends in this game as well. Here's George Kittle on Radio Row this week. He was on Sirius XM breaking down the tight ends in this game. And there are some great ones. First, uh, Cameron Bray, uh, my tight end, John Embry had him when he was down in Tampa. So I've watched pretty yeah. of, plenty of his film as well. And, you know, uh, he's a Harvard guy, you know, so Kyle Juszczyk talks about him. My fullback at the Niners talks about him all the time. And, um, you know, he's a heck of a player and you know, the way he catches the ball and he can kind of do it all as well. And I'm happy that he's getting, uh, you know, he's getting the recognition he deserves because uh, I think people don't talk about him enough. And then, you know, Gronk and Kelsey, and those are two guys I watched in college. You know, I'm a, I was an incredible, uh, you know, I was a huge Gronk fan, just the way, uh, you know, his attitude and, you know, kind of his joy when you see him on a football field, just the plays he makes, how he runs over people. Um, but really, you know, what I love about Gronk is just the run game. You know, you, you could turn on the tape and he can have zero catches 
and he could dominate the run game. And I, mm-hmm. you know, people might not see that or respect it, but you know, you you go watch the tape, and when you see him move a defensive end or a D tackle and power scheme, it's really fun to watch. And I just respect the hell out of that, you know. And I I learn a lot from Gronk, and I can't do everything Gronk does because he's an absolute monster, like six 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 seven six, two six, seventy. Six, seven, yeah, yeah, he's a monster. But uh, you know, just his effort in the run game is what I look at, and it, it's always there. And then, like I said, he makes the plays in the pass game. And then you know, Travis Kelsey, you know, from the year he's having breaking, uh, you know, the single season yards, and he had like fourteen hundred yards plus. Um, he's averaging like 100 yards a game in the last, what, 10 games. I mean, he's just balling out, and I'm so happy for him because, um, you know, just talking to him, you know, every offseason, you know, all he's ever wanted to do, he wanted to win a Super Bowl. He wants to play at a high level. He wants to go down as one of the best tight ends, if not the best tight end. And, you know, and he's playing at a level that, you know, replicates what he's saying. And so it's always fun to see guys achieve what they want to, you know, what they believe in themselves. And um, and it's going to be a hell of a game, you know, and I like watching, you know, good tight end play. And, uh I think there's going to be a lot of it this Sunday. A lot of mutual respect from George Kittle for his fellow tight ends around the league, and it's not quite as good as the matchup last year with Kittle himself and Travis Kelsey, the two best in the league going at it, but Gronk has obviously been up there among the best in his career. He was the best at one point in time, not quite there anymore. Cameron Bray, probably one of the most underrated tight ends in the NFL right now in Tampa. So linebacking groups on both teams will have their hands full. I like Tampa's linebackers a lot more than Kansas City's linebackers, although they do have the X factor in Tyron Matthew in their secondary in Kansas City there. So those types of matchups will be super fun to watch Sunday. Next, we will hear from Raheem Mostert and your questions and finish up this Super Bowl edition of Locked On 49ers. We heard about a lot of betting angles and some of the fun props for Super Bowl 55. There is literally endless amounts of ways you could bet and parlay your way into some cash this Sunday at Bet Online and use promo code Locked On to get your welcome bonus. Get in on the action and create your own bets, even. The Super Bowl is nuts, man. It gets bigger and it gets bigger every single year. And there are people are betting even more than usual this year because of circumstances of being at home and finding ways to be a part of the action. And you can get in on that action at betonline.ag and even get yourself a welcome bonus. Promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Have a little fun and maybe make yourself a little bit of cash. Get in on the action at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. We heard from George Kittle, who was making his rounds, and he was on Sirius XM with Solomon Wilcox and Tori Holt and Raheem Moster on Sirius XM, sort of a virtual Radio Row situation happening this year. Obviously, things are much different for the Super Bowl in 2021. Mostert was a special guest host for an hour with Bruce Murray and Brady Quinn on Sirius XM, and he was asked about the 49ers quarterback situation and, and the QBs in the NFC West now, and if he was surprised by the blockbuster trade of Matthew Stafford going to the Rams. It was definitely surprising. Um, you know, me playing in the NFC West, now we're getting to see Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, and Kyler Murray two times each a year, you know. So this 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 division's definitely gone up um with the 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 trade, you know, with Matt Stafford. Um but you know, it's still a task that could be, you know, overcome, you know. Um I'm just speaking for the Niners, you know, we we still got to do do our part either way to to 
keep up with our our competitors, man. And um, this trade has definitely definitely sparked some some interest in in the in the organization and the, and, and in the league. It's a good perspective there from Raheem Mostert. It's still all about them handling their business and they can play with anyone and that's the way they should feel but things definitely got a little bit more difficult and you can hear that in Raheem Mostert's voice he's like gosh dang man okay Matthew Stafford twice a year Kyler Murray twice a year Russell Wilson twice a year which they have done and they beat Jared Goff both times last year those Rams games just got a little bit more difficult I think you have to cover more of the field with Matthew Stafford and the 49ers have their own situation going on at quarterback. The the Niners brass are obviously sniffing around a little bit at some other quarterbacks. So naturally, they had to ask Raheem Mostert, what about your guy? What about Jimmy G? Could that change? And here is what Raheem Mostert had to say. Like you said, man, when we were talking, it's like, hey, look, that's my quarterback um, until otherwise, you know, I, and that's that's who I'm going to ride with. Um, and that's how the players feel. Now, it's the, the business side that, you know, you don't know about. Um, and Brady can allude to this too, you know, just when it comes to the business side, a lot of players don't have the the ins and outs. They don't know anything. Um, and that's the case for me right now. You know, I don't, I don't know whose future, you know, is going to be in, in jeopardy at, in San Francisco. You know, I don't know if, if we're going to make that trade for Deshaun. I don't, who knows, you know, um, the only people that know are the front office and, and, and the GM and the owner and the head coach, you know, um, but this league is changing and it's crazy, man, to see, you know, all the all the mobile quarterbacks out there. Um, but hey, like I said, I'm still riding with my quarterback and that's number 10. So um, he, he's going to get the job done for us. And, and, and that's what we believe in. The league is changing for sure. There's some hesitation there in his voice. You kind of have to to read between the pauses there when it comes to Raheem Mostert. And he's saying all the right things. And look, he's right. Garoppolo, come back. If he's healthy, the 49ers can go win a bunch of games and they can compete with those other teams in the NFC West. And they, they've been to a Super Bowl. They won't be as good of a team as they were when they did go to the Super Bowl after the 2019 season, but they can still be a very good team. And in some ways, they can continue to get better. And Jimmy Garoppolo could elevate them if he is improved from what he was in 2019. And I hope we were, I hoped we were going to see that. And I thought there was a chance we could see that improved. Jimmy Garoppolo in 2020. We did not get a chance to see that. But Jimmy G still only played one healthy game. Since that Super Bowl and one fully healthy game, I think it was pretty clear he wasn't quite right when he did come back the first time in 2020. It's, but the injuries is part of it too. So you have to factor all of that stuff in. And um, the league is changing. Is Shanahan changing? What could Shanahan do with a really athletic quarterback or even a mostly athletic quarterback? You know, a quarterback that could make plays off schedule and still do all the things he wants to do. There was some talk that maybe Deshaun Watson doesn't fit that well with Kyle Shanahan, what he wants to do. Look, if Deshaun Watson can't fit in your offense, I think, and I've had this conversation about DK Metcalf. If you look at DK Metcalf and say, yeah, I can't use one of those, then there's something wrong with your scheme, and I think it's similar with Deshaun Watson. Uh, you, you, you probably should alter that scheme a little bit if you can't fit in someone like Deshaun Watson. And I think the anonymous scouts, or whoever that was being talked to in that article uh, with Matthew Barrows and... Michael Sando of The Athletic. Really great reads. If you uh, haven't read that yet, go check it out. But I, I just I don't buy that. I mean, come on. Deshaun Watson's not a fit for the 49ers offense. But look, right now they have Jimmy Garoppolo. And the, he's got the locker room. 
the team's going to play hard for him. And, and Jimmy Garoppolo, nothing but respect for that guy. He will play hard, and uh, he's a pretty good quarterback in his own right. But I think it's pretty clear, and I've, I've had this argument with people on Twitter. The 49ers have the fourth best quarterback in the NFC West. That doesn't mean Jimmy Garoppolo is bad. Those are just the facts. That's where we're at right now going into 2020. And the 49ers can win with Jimmy G, but will they try to upgrade? And I think it's pretty clear that the 49ers front office and John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan are looking at those options. And if they're looking at those options, at, at some point they're going to find one. And I don't know if that's in the draft. I don't know if it's Deshaun Watson. I don't know if it's somebody else, but we'll see how that goes. And that's why this uh, off season is going to be so interesting. And that's why we have to continue to talk about quarterbacks. It's the biggest story this off season. And the story is definitely not going away. Let's dip into this mailbag a little bit before we go and watch the Super Bowl this Sunday. On that topic, an email from Ben says, Hi, Brian. I'll try to keep this short. What happened to you saying we still haven't seen the best of Jimmy G like you were saying at the beginning of 2020? Couldn't that still be the case for 2021 considering he was injured for most of 2020? It also might surprise you that he had a better PFF grade week one of 2020 than week one of 2019. Additionally, his week two of 2020 was elite according to PFF. The rest of 2020? Injured. Check your move. <laughs> uh, thanks for the email, Ben. So he had a couple of good weeks. I mean, I don't know. I, at some point, you have to be able to count on your quarterback. And I don't think going by PFF grade, you know, I watched those games. I watched them multiple times. I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo was any different in 2020 than the guy he was in 2019. And he needed to be better. He needed to be markedly better. And he needed to be better for a full season. And that was what we needed to see. And we didn't see it. And it was because of injury, largely, right? But you have to be able to count on your quarterback. It's hard for me to sit here and say, I fully believe Jimmy Garoppolo is going to come back now again in 2021, be better than he's ever been after an ACL, after this uh, pretty bad and, and potentially even worse than we're even realizing high ankle sprain, nearing 30 years old, and he's going to somehow be even much better. He's had so much time in Kyle Shanahan's offense. I, I think we've seen who he is, and we know who he is, and that's not a bad player. And the 49ers count on their quarterback to be on the field, play 16 games. That's a really hard thing to say right now. And if you have the opportunity to get someone that you could trust to be on the field more often and could be better when he is on the field, I think you have to go for it. But the 49ers are also correct in saying that, look, we do like Jimmy Garoppolo. It's not a slight to try to upgrade. They should be trying to upgrade every position on the roster if it's out there. But the quarterback position is just always so touchy because only one guy plays. You owe it to yourself. You're trying to win games. You have to be as good as you can at the most important position in football. If you find that guy, then you go for it. At this point right now, to me, it's only Deshaun Watson left. And if not, then you try to draft and develop a guy to play behind Garoppolo in the short term that is hopefully better than him in the long term. But being great at quarterback helps a lot. Uh, I think we can look at the playoffs this year, the final four teams and the final two teams, it is definitely evidence to that, and it makes everything a lot easier. You don't have to be perfect everywhere if you have a really good quarterback, but you still have to be a good team and a complete team to win championships. So the 49ers should be trying to do both. And here's the scenario that the 49ers need to avoid, and they kind of put themselves in that scenario this offseason, is if you stick with Jimmy G and you don't get a high-end rookie that could potentially be a guy in the future... And Jimmy either gets hurt or is just kind of good but not good enough and, and you want to upgrade. Well, now, what do you do next offseason? There's so many quarterbacks available this offseason. Will it be the same? Will you have an opportunity at all to go after 
someone as good as Deshaun Watson? Probably not, because I don't, I, not in my lifetime. I can't remember a time that a quarterback that good and that young has ever been available, even if it is really expensive. And then, okay, so you go into the draft. Well, where are you drafting? Are you drafting as high as number 12? Do you have an opportunity to get a guy as good as someone that you could get in this draft? And even if you do, well, now you've got to go through a full rookie season, and then maybe he's not ready to be good until 2023, 2024. So get the clock going. Get yourself as good as possible as you can right now. Get that rookie ready if that's the route you want to go. Get Jimmy Garoppolo, put some pressure on Jimmy. Maybe make him better. I think we saw that in Green Bay this year. They drafted a quarterback, and it'd probably be worth a first-round pick just to know that your current quarterback put up an MVP season. If you light a fire under Jimmy just because you draft a guy at 12, that's going to make everybody on your football team better. It's going to make your whole entire organization better. So, yeah, do it. Uh, If he's got a chip on his shoulder because of some of the trade talks the 49ers have been involved with, then good, and hopefully that makes him better. Or if you end up landing a big fish, if you landed Deshaun Watson, it doesn't matter what it takes, you're going to be such a better football team for it. But they can't drag their feet, and then all of a sudden next year at this time, we're talking about, oh, now what are, what are, what are the 49ers going to do at quarterback? That You can't go that route. That can't happen. Be in control of your own destiny. I think that is what the tagline should be for the 49ers in the 2021 offseason. This episode brought to you by 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful diamond ring launched this month at Blue Nile. This exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings launched January 18th, and you can see it exclusively at BlueNile.com. Thanks so much for the questions, everybody. Thanks for listening. Be back Monday to talk a little bit about what we saw from Super Bowl 55, and then it will be full off-season mode. Another mock draft Monday. We'll have more guests break down everything there is to break down when it comes to San Francisco 49ers football right here, Locked on 49ers.